be in Psalm chapter 100, the book of Psalms chapter 100, and this is just uh, five short verses here in this particular psalm, and uh, I hope that uh, what we can glean from this psalm this morning will encourage your heart today. And uh, Psalm chapter 100, I've titled uh, this particular lesson this morning, this message, Thank God for the Fleas. Thank God for the Fleas. And uh, if you have a dog, if any of you uh, at home have ever owned a dog and have had a dog that has fleas, you know that it's not a pleasant experience uh, to have a dog with fleas. And so uh, we're wondering, how can we possibly thank God for fleas? Well, hopefully we can see that from Psalm 100 this morning. Uh, We'll read all five verses of Psalm 100. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. And before we get into the, uh, the lesson this morning, let's have a, a quick word of prayer, and we'll ask God's blessing uh, on our life group hour. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we love you. Lord, we thank you for this time. And Lord, we thank you in spite of all that we're experiencing in our world and in our lives personally. Uh, we're grateful, dear God, that we have peace in our hearts because we have you in our hearts. And we pray, dear God, that you would uh, teach us today. Uh, may you uh, be lifted high. May you be glorified in all that we say and do. And for all the folks that are at home watching, dear Father, we pray you'd bless them and their families. And Lord, uh, help us to be an encouragement to each other. Help us to keep each other lifted up in prayer before you. And Lord, we pray that you would provide for every need that we all have during this difficult time. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, this particular psalm is a psalm of praise. And it's also a psalm of giving thanks. Uh, a psalm where God's people are encouraged to not only Praise the Lord, but also give thanks to the Lord. I know normally we uh, refer, we refer rather to Thanksgiving uh, during the month of November. Uh, that's when we celebrate our national Thanksgiving Day. Uh, and this is a message that would be very appropriate for that particular holiday. But we also understand that Thanksgiving is appropriate at all times. Uh, Thanksgiving is a, is a spirit of, of being, uh, grateful, of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude, if you will. Uh, all the, all year long, every day of our life, we should have that kind of a spirit. And we see this in Psalm chapter 100. Uh, it is one that commands God's people to present themselves before the Lord with a heart of gratitude and with a heart of praise. In verse number 1 of Psalm chapter 100, the Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And we understand that uh, sometimes when people are praising God, uh, it's not quite as uh, pleasant sounding as others, and some are making a joyful noise. Uh, and I, I, had a, I have a friend uh, who we used to attend church in Orlando together, and we would sit in the pews uh, right next to each other, his family and, and my family, and uh, he, uh, we would stand for the congregational singing, and he wouldn't sing. And I would look at him and say, hey, brother, what's going on? Why aren't you singing? He says, oh, I, I can't sing very well. I don't have a very good voice, and so I just don't even bother. And uh, I tried to, as lovingly as I could, explain to him that, listen, 
It doesn't matter whether you sound good. It doesn't matter whether you can uh, carry a tune in a bucket or not. Uh, we all should be praising God. We, sh- we should all be, if we have a voice to lift, we should be lifting our voices in praise to the Lord. Uh, he has since, of course, uh, uh, changed uh, his position, and he does sing unto the Lord. And more than likely, he's making a joyful noise. And so uh, we encourage you at home uh, to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. We should have a spirit of praise and a spirit of gratitude in our hearts. I have three points for us this morning uh, as we look at Psalm chapter 100. Point number one, we see the picture. The picture. Uh, there's a picture that, that is given to us here in Psalm chapter 100. Uh, in verse number two, the Bible says, serve the Lord with gladness. The last phrase of, of verse two says, come before his presence with singing. Come before his presence with singing. And so this is picturing uh, us as his followers, the followers of God, the worshipers of God, entering into the presence of God. We'll get into that a little bit more in just a second. Uh, look at verse number four, if you will. <clears throat> verse number four, the Bible says, enter into his gates. Uh, verse two says, come before his presence. Uh, verse four says, enter into his gates. And now it says in verse two, come into his, come before his presence with singing. And then verse four says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Uh, be thankful unto him and bless his name. But notice the picture. Imagine with me in your minds, if you will, uh, as we enter into the courts, as we enter into the presence, uh, the gates, so to speak, of where God dwells. Now, we understand in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, of course, God dwells within our hearts. But in the Old Testament, the place where God dwelled was uh, initially the tabernacle, and then eventually the temple. Uh, And so, the picture here is of the tabernacle or the temple, uh, the places where God's presence dwelled, uh, where God's people uh, were, are being encouraged to enter into that holy place uh, and worship Him. Now, of course, we understand that uh, not everyone was to enter into the tabernacle and the temple, but nonetheless, the people would gather, the people would praise. Uh, we understand the picture there also of the, uh, the, the tabernacle and the temple. Uh, as we, if, if we were to, if you've ever been to a place that has a, uh, a reenactment or a model size uh, or a model type of a, a tabernacle, uh, you understand, you, you, you walk in and uh, there's the laver where the priests would wash their hands. Uh, then there was the inner court. Uh, called the holy place. Uh, then there was the altar of incense and uh, the table of showbread and the candlestick and the, and the lampstand. Uh, prior to that, there would be the brazen altar uh, outside. There would be the brazen altar where the sacrifices were made. And uh, inside the holy place, the, the altar of incense, the table of showbread, the candlestick. And then past that, past uh, the veil, would be the most holy place. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this. I didn't know this for a long time. Uh, we normally refer to the most holy place as the holy Holy of Holies. Uh, Well, that phrase is technically not in the scriptures, the Holy of Holies. But we understand what people mean when they say the Holy of Holies. We're referring to the most holy place. Nonetheless, that's where the Ark of the Covenant would reside. That's where the Ark of the Covenant was kept. Uh, Inside the Ark of the Covenant would be the Ten Commandments, uh, Aaron's rod that budded, and a pot of manna. Uh, Now, now picture all of this in your mind, if you will. Uh, This is... Inside the courts, this is inside the gates where he's telling his people to come, enter with singing and with gratitude. Uh, we, are, we are to enter this place where God is worshipped with singing. We are to enter this place of worship with praise. But you probably say to me this morning, you say, well, Pastor Morales, this is basic. This is simple. Uh, this is common knowledge. 
Now, wait a second. Uh, we read verse 1, we read verse 2, we, re- we read verse 4. Now, look at verse number 3. Verse number 3 of Psalm chapter 100. The Bible says here, Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. Look at the last phrase. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Obviously, the Bible refers to the followers of God as sheep and He being our shepherd. We understand this. However, we see this as we're entering into the tabernacle, into the temple, the place of, of worship, the place where the priest would go and bring a, a sacrifice. A sacrifice. Uh, now, the question on the floor this morning is, did sheep ever go into the tabernacle or the temple? Well, yes, they did. However, when a sheep would enter into the tabernacle or the temple, they never came out. They went in to become or to be the sacrifice. Now imagine that the Lord is leading us into his tabernacle, into his temple, but as soon as we enter his gate, we see an altar of brass, the brazen altar. Uh, This altar is stained with the blood of hundreds of thousands of sheep that had been sacrificed before. And we're thinking, well, this is not good. Uh, if, if you're like me, uh, you would say uh, to your shepherd, you would say, this is bad. Okay, that was a bad joke. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> that was a bad joke. Uh, but listen, this particular picture here that we see, uh, we see the temple, we see the tabernacle, we see God leading us into the place of sacrifice, uh, and he's leading uh, sheep just like me and just like you, you sheep. Anyway, uh, bad jokes are, are rampant this morning. Anyway, uh, the, first thing, the first thing that we see here is the brazen altar. Again, bloodied uh, from sheep, uh, just like us. And we start to think, now, wait a minute, Lord, wait a second. Psalm 23 is the psalm that I want to be studying right now. That's where you lead me beside the still waters. That's where you restore my soul. That's where uh, you anoint my head with oil. You prepare a table before me. That's the psalm I want to be talking about. I don't want to be studying Psalm 100 where... Where I am pictured as the sacrifice, the sheep. Lord, I don't don't want to look at this particular psalm. Uh, Why are you leading me into this place, Lord? I thought you were going to lead me into a place of worship. I thought you were going to lead me uh, into a place where I can praise you and and show me how to honor you. But you've taken me to the place where I'm going to be sacrificed. Lord, you've brought me here to die. But wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Christian. The Lord doesn't make us be the sacrifice. The Lord doesn't bring us to this place uh, so we can be the actual sacrifice. He brings us here uh, so He can show us that He is going to be our sacrifice. Uh, and so we see, number one, we see the picture. The picture. Uh, the tabernacle. The temple. Uh, we see, number two, we see the proxy. The proxy. Uh, because the Lord became our sacrifice for us. And that's what he wants to emphasize. That's what he wants to show us in Psalm chapter 100. Look at verse number 5, if you will. <clears throat> Excuse me, verse number 5. The Bible says in verse 5, For the Lord is good. Uh, we could end right there and say amen and dismiss in prayer, uh, and we would be satisfied. For the Lord is good, even in the spite of the, the difficulties that we're experiencing right now. For the Lord is good. And if you were here this morning, I would ask for you to say amen. Well, amen. Pastor said amen. So you say amen at home, all right? Uh, needless to say, the Lord is good, verse 5, for his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth 
to all generations. And so, yes, the picture is the tabernacle, the temple, the sacrifice, the brazen altar, the bloody altar. Uh, the picture is, is enter into this place where the sacrifices are made, but the proxy is God is not going to make you be the sacrifice. God is not going to make me be the sacrifice. God himself is going to be the sacrifice. I like uh, the statement that John the Baptist made when he first saw the Lord. He said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Uh, what, a, what a tremendous statement he made. Uh, we've echoed that statement uh, for all these millennia. The fact that he understood he's going to be the sacrifice. He's going to be uh, that sheep, that lamb that is sacrificed for the sins of the whole world. As a matter of fact, First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, the Bible says it this way. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb, that sheep, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. I like Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, for the Bible says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The proxy, the substitute, uh, the one who says, this is what you deserve, uh, this is what you uh, merit, but I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to make you be the sacrifice. I am going to be the sacrifice for you. The Lord is leading us into his gates. He's leading us into his courts to show us that he was our sacrifice. Man, what an encouragement it is to know that we don't have to experience the consequences of sin uh, in eternity. Yes, there will be consequences of sin here on earth, of course, but not the ultimate uh, eternal consequence of death in the lake of fire because the Lord Jesus himself, God in the flesh, came and became that sacrifice in our place. And so that's why we can sing. Uh, that's why we can praise. And that's why we can have a heart of gratitude. Enter into his courts with singing. Uh, enter into his courts with praise. Enter into his gates uh, with a heart of praise because he became our substitute. Uh, let's look at number three. Number one, we saw the picture. Uh, number two, we saw the proxy. And then point number three, we see the purpose. The purpose. Uh, the purpose. Now listen, God brings us to this place of the altar. Uh, the altar, uh, we saw the, the brazen altar, the sacrifice altar. Uh, eventually in the tabernacle, in the temple, there was the, the incense altar, uh, the altar of incense. Uh, we're, we're brought before the, the altar, the altar, the altar, the A-L-T-A-R, the altar. Now why is it that God is showing us? Why is it that God is displaying the altar to us? I truly wholeheartedly believe that God is showing us the altar, the A-L-T-A-R, because you and I need to be altered, A-L-T-E-R. We need to be altered. And the fact that we go to the altar, the fact that we see the sacrifice, the fact that God himself shows us his love, his, his, his never-ending, uh, all-compassionate love for us in saying, you deserve this, but I'm going to take it in your place, man, that alters me. Uh, that altar alters my perspective. That altar alters my viewpoint. That altar changes who I am, changes how I view life. I, I think that all of us need to have our perspective altered 
each and every day. That's why it's so important uh, to open the Word of God and read the Word of God on a regular basis, on a daily basis. That's why it's so important to uh, go to that altar, that personal uh, prayer closet, that altar, and have that time with God so God can alter, A-L-T-E-R, alter our character, alter our behavior, alter who we are, and change us to be more like His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why we can come uh, before His presence. This is why we can enter into His courts with praise, with thanksgiving, and giving Him honor, no matter what is going on in our life. No matter how difficult the circumstances become or get, no matter how hard it is, no matter uh, how the finances can be upside down, no matter how, uh, I know there's people even right now uh, that have hours that are being cut back, that have uh, maybe even have completely lost their their employment. Uh, We understand uh, and we, we empathize, we pray for each other as we go through this. And listen, uh, there are people who are who have become sick as a result uh, of this virus. Now, we thank the Lord that we don't know of any cases of folks in our church, but obviously there's many around the, the, the country and around the world, uh, and some of, of which folks that we know that have contracted the, this virus. And so we, we thank God uh, for His ultimate uh, gift of eternal life in spite of our health struggles, in spite of our financial problems, in spite of our relational uh, uh, problems that we have in our life. We see uh, the picture, the proxy, the purpose. The purpose is for us to be grateful, for us to be praising in spite of our problems. In spite of our problems. You see, having a spirit of thanksgiving or having an attitude of gratitude is not just about being grateful uh, during the, uh, the Thanksgiving time. Not just for November. Uh, not just for uh, the time when we, we give thanks and we eat turkey and we spend time with family, although we should be thankful and remember uh, the blessings that God has bestowed upon us. But listen, we should have an attitude of gratitude every day of the year. Every day of the year. Uh, with having a spirit of thanksgiving is about not just thanking God for what He has done, but also allowing Him to change us to the point where we give Him our life. We give Him our life. We trust Him, not just with our eternity. It, it's, a, it's an argument from the, 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 the greater to the lesser. The greater to the lesser. In other words, if I can trust God, if I can confide in the Lord to care for my, my never-dying eternal soul, and if I can ask God to save me and give me eternal life and give me a home in heaven and be with Him for the rest of eternity, I can trust Him with that, then... Obviously, I should be able to trust Him uh, with my daily provisions. I should be able to trust Him with uh, my, my paycheck from week to week and the food that He's going to provide and the, the housing and, and how the bills are going to get paid. It's an argument from, uh, from the greater to the lesser. If I can trust Him with something that's far greater than my daily needs, then obviously I can trust Him with my daily needs. Look at Psalm 100 once again. Look at verse number 1. Verse number 1 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. We are His people. We belong to Him. Uh, We are the sheep of His pasture. And we have to understand that we're here, uh, the reason that we are on planet earth is to honor and to glorify God, uh, not to make a name for ourselves, but to honor His name and to give our lives in service to Him 
and to his kingdom. Now listen to this story. I think this story will help us tie all these, these things together. Uh, in her book entitled The Hiding Place, Corey Tenboom writes, uh, she writes about a time when her and her sister Betsy had been imprisoned by the Nazis for hiding Jews behind the wall of their home in Holland. She said this, and I quote, she said, In the midst of the suffering, the women prisoners around Corey and Betsy found comfort in the little Bible studies that they held in their barracks. Corey writes that they gathered around the Bible like orphans clustered around a blazing fire. Uh, when they were moved to a, a new barracks, a, a different barracks, Corey was horrified. She was horrified by the fact that their reeking straw bed platforms swarmed with fleas. Just fleas everywhere. How could they live in such a place, she thought. Well, her sister Betsy suggested that they live according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, where the Bible says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything? Even in this thing? Even in this situation? Can we give thanks? So her sister Betsy says, and I quote, That's it, Corey. That's God's answer. Give thanks in everything. That's what we can do. We can start right now to thank God for every single thing about these new barracks. Corey goes on to say, I stared at her. Then I looked around at, at, at the dark, foul-aired room and uh, they thanked God for the fact that they were together. They thanked God that they had a Bible. They even thanked God for the horrible crowds of prisoners uh, that uh, even more people would be able to hear God's word. And then... And then she writes, Betsy thanked God for the fleas. The fleas, Corey thought, this was too much. Uh, Betsy, there's no way even God can make me grateful for, for a flea. Give thanks in everything, her sister quoted. Uh, it doesn't say in pleasant circumstances. Uh, fleas are a part of this place where God has put us. And so we stood between tiers of bunks and, and we... Thanked God for the fleas. Uh, but uh, this time, I was sure that Betsy was wrong. I was sure that this couldn't be right. We couldn't possibly be thanking God for fleas. And, and it turned out that Betsy was, was not wrong. The fleas were a nuisance, of course. Uh, but a, they were also a blessing after all. The women were able to have Bible studies in the barracks with a great deal of freedom, uh, never bothered by the supervisors, never bothered by the guards coming in and harassing them, the guards coming in uh, and, and doing uh, evil and wicked things to them. Uh, they finally discovered that it was the fleas that kept those guards out. Uh, through those fleas, God protected the women from abuse. He protected the women from harassment. Dozens of desperate women were free, quote-unquote, free to hear the word of God. And through those fleas, God protected the women from much worse things. Now, Christian, you're probably thinking this morning, I got some things in my life that I would consider a nuisance like fleas. You're probably thinking this morning, I got some things in my life uh, in particular. Uh, maybe all of us can say this virus, this is a nuisance. Uh, this is something that we wish uh, we wished were not here, that we wished it would be gone. Uh, we even pray to the Lord to remove it. We all have some flea-type things in our lives. We all have those things that we can see 
uh, absolutely no use for. Uh, things that are obviously horrible. Things that are obviously unpleasant. Things that are painful. Uh, things that we would wish would be gone. And no life is free of fleas. But listen, if Corey and Betsy Tenboom can thank God for using those nasty little insects for their protection and their blessing, then surely you and I can thank God even for the things that bug us. I know uh, overall we think of, of course, the virus, but there are other things, smaller things in our lives that bug us, that annoy us, uh, that are a nuisance to us, that we wished could go away. We may have even prayed that would go away. Listen, sometimes in God's sovereignty, uh, in God's uh, eternal wisdom, obviously He knows what's best and what's right for us, and He allows certain things to happen, and we can't see and we don't know uh, the good thing that's going to come out of it, but we thank God that He knows what's best, He knows what's right, and we trust Him. So as we go through this pandemic, uh, as we go through these horrible things in life, let's have a spirit of gratitude. Uh, Let's thank God for His constant care and His constant provision and for His hidden blessings that come in ways that we might easily overlook. Uh, The Bible says again in Psalm 100, it says in verse 1, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Listen, I don't know about you, but I have a hard time thanking God for the negative things in my life. It's hard. It is, it's a spiritual work. It's not a natural work. And so we're going to need to submit ourselves to God, submit ourselves to the Spirit and say, Lord, help me to look for the good. Help me to see the good, even when all I see is things that are bugging me, things that are a nuisance to me, things that I wish would go away. Lord, help me to remember that Romans 8.28 still says that all things still do work together for good. To them that love God to them who are the called according to His purpose. If you love God, listen, all things are working out for your good. Whether you realize, whether you realize it or not, whether those things are good or not, they are working out for our good. Let's have a, an attitude of gratitude, a spirit of thanksgiving, and praise, and let's, let's give Him praise through this time. Let's bow together for a prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you, dear God, for reminding us this morning from Psalm 100, uh, the importance of having an attitude of gratitude. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for your goodness to us, your protection over us, your provision for us. And Lord, as uh, we experience this time, Lord, as a nation, as a a state, Lord, and even the whole world who is going through this this horrific, uh, this nuisance, this virus, Lord, help us that are Christians, help us that know you, that uh, have been eternally forgiven by you, Lord, to have a, a heart of praise. Lord, may your praises uh, be on our lips and uh, may our, our hearts be lifted toward heaven. And Lord, help us to trust you and to pray to you and to seek you and to, tr- to depend upon you uh, for our, our every need. And Lord, I know it's a scary time for all of us. 
But Lord, you've, t- you've taught us not to fear. You've taught us to trust and to have our faith and our hope in you. We pray that you would do that even right now, even here this morning through our life group hour. We do love you and thank you in advance for all that you have done and all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.